All right, thank you for tuning with us back again at our So Far So Good podcast. This is Melvin from Property Lim Brothers, and I hope that everybody has been doing well. And uh, if you're listening with us on Spotify or Apple iTunes, uh, and if it's your first time with us, this is also available on our YouTube channel at Property Lim Brothers. So today, uh, what we're going to bring on to, uh, is our, with our special guest is uh, Wei Guang from Absolute Inspection. So uh, Wei Guang is going to come on board shortly and uh, we're going to talk about everything about uh, inspection when it comes to collecting keys, especially for your brand new uh, TOP a uh, new launch project that you have just purchased. So, um, this is uh this 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 service has came I think uh to be on a very popular basis since the year 2015 2016, and uh, I think it's it's really important for uh homeowners out there who are collecting keys to your new development project, and uh, I think it's a key uh element before you even start on your renovation or even if you proceed to rent out your place. So, uh, Wei Guang has been um. Starting his has has been running his business for about five years since twenty fifteen and guess what they have conducted close to about eighteen thousand home inspection for TOB projects and that's a massive number, um almost close to most projects that has TOP uh their company has been involved so I think he has a wide array of experience and guess what he uh was actually the deputy director of uh BCA at the age of twenty nine uh he was also a scholar that uh, graduated uh, with BCA. So in his wealth of experience, especially as a Royal Institute of Chartered Surveyor uh, certified holder. So I think he has led his team to complete many inspection and defect checks for homeowners. So today we have Wei Guang, a very experienced guy and definitely an expert in uh, defects uh, checks for for homes. Uh, And we're gonna bring him on screen. Hi Wei Guang. Hello Melvin. Hey, hello. Hi, welcome, Hi. welcome. Yeah, how have you hey, been? Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you for coming on to So Far So Good. So, uh, for those of those of our audience out there who probably have not heard of Absolute Inspection, uh, mm. why don't why don't you give us a little bit of an introduction about your team and then uh, what what do your company do and and stuff like that? Sure, sure, sure. Right. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Absolute Inspection is a defense company which specializes in uh checking houses for workmanship defects and quality issues. Uh, the bulk of our customers are homeowners who have just collected keys to their newly TOP projects. Mm. Um, people engage us uh, mainly because uh, when you collect the keys to your new house, uh, you have a 12 months defects liability period where you are allowed to uh, report uh, workmanship defects in your house to the developer and the main contractor will get these uh, defects ratified at no cost to you. Mm. So uh, it makes sense for homeowners to get us in. And this has been our focus of, or rather our core business uh, for the past five years. Mm. Mm. Actually, how we started off uh, is like this, because uh, even before uh, I started Absolute Inspection, right, uh, on and off, even during my days with BCA, I've been helping my friends to do inspection for their new houses and stuff like that. So uh, in my encounters with uh, uh, my friends and the contractors and the developers throughout the entire defense journey, right? Uh, you, uh, I can see that there is this uh, gap uh, in knowledge and communication breakdown frequently happening uh, between the homeowners and the developers and the contractors. And sometimes uh, um, uh, that may lead to uh, unpleasant uh, uh, experiences mm. between parties and not to mention that sometimes when homeowners they try to inspect houses by themselves or rather they assume that a brand new house 
will have no defects and therefore they happily renovate and moving only to find to their horror later on that some problems actually do exist and now it has become so difficult to repair mm. uh, because they have moved in, renovation has been done uh, mm. hindering the repair process. So it's a, it was a result of uh, all this experience that we felt that maybe there is this service gap that we could um, come in to uh, bridge the gap mm. uh, between homeowners and the, the contractors and developers so that everyone can uh, get all these problems resolved and everyone move on happily ever after. So right. that was how we started off. Right, so um, we go on... Um in 2015, uh, you started mm. your firm, Absolute Inspection. And um, yes. I still remember, like, you know, because last time uh, we have been in the market for 14 years, last time mm. we, we didn't really see this type of service in the market. Most of mm. the time, homeowners that collect their keys at the developer office and they, they happily go on to their, their properties to, to open up the door, check the unit. Uh, although there is a defect checklist, but usually the amount of defects that's being reported usually I, I think is, is of a very minimum level. Mm. Yeah. So uh, were you the the considered like the pioneer in this industry? Because I think since your company came on stream, this has really brought on a lot of homeowners um, knowing that there's this kind of service that exists. And um, it has, I mean, it has become a very, very popular kind of route that homeowners will do. Because I, I think a lot of homeowners, they also... Uh, already have this this process in mind, and they they will probably engage you guys before they even start their renovation. So, were you guys the the main market mover? Um, I will put it this way: mm. um, way before two o one five, home inspection services has been around, uh, but not very well known on a very low scale, probably offered by, uh, to my best knowledge, one or two companies uh, mm. in Singapore. Mm. Um, how we uh, how we Rather, uh, how do we come into this picture was because uh, in 2015, if you remember, there were a spat of uh, um, issues with uh, building qualities. Uh, we have heard of cases like Central 8, Trivelis, Pasiris 1, all having quality issues. Uh, these were all carried, uh, featured widely in the news as well. Mm. Um, and there, were, there was cases of uh, water closet exploding in Pongo BTO flats, etc. So it was against this backdrop. And, and coincidentally, we happened to set up during that period of time. And we were featured in the news and newspaper as well. So in a way, we, we sort of helped to propagate this service uh, a bit more mm. uh, in 2015. But mm. definitely, it has been around before us. We just happened to be the one who pushed these services to the next level of awareness. Right understand and uh yeah maybe share with us like um your 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 firm has done like more than eighteen thousand inspections uh mm. were they mainly the bulk of it were they mainly for newly top private condo projects or, or is it is a mixture with like btos or, or resale renovated properties mm, i can share with you roughly um um 90 percent 90 percent wow jobs are mm. from newly top projects uh uh, with a large majority, maybe um, 70% in uh, executive condominiums and condominiums per se, and the balance 30% being your uh, BTO flats and your lender houses, uh, etc. The other 10% of our jobs are in those um, resale property inspection, um, mm. rental properties inspection, etc. I see. So the majority will be brand new TOP condo projects. So, uh, yes. Usually, I think when the owner um, 
um, collect the keys, right? There's usually two intention. One is they, they want to renovate to their own liking and then move in. Mm. The other intention is to quickly set up the place for rental purposes. And mm. uh, I, I think as a homeowner, time is of course of the essence because while waiting for the TOP, probably they might be staying with parents or they might be renting. And mm. uh, how long does uh, a defect check process uh, take? Like uh, maybe you can share with us the journey uh, as mm. a homeowner engaging your team, how long does the journey last? Mm, okay, uh, mm. I use uh, condo as an example. So mm. let's say today, uh, a young couple took keys to their new condominium unit. So let's say we go down and do the first inspection of their house. We will check the house for defects. We mark up the defects with stickers. We help them to document down the defects. Mm-hmm. Then they submit the defects to the developer. Mm. The developer will want to have a joint inspection with us to walk through what are the things we have reported so that they know what are the things that they need to repair. This usually takes place about um, a, a few days later, typically. Mm. Then after that, for in the context of condominiums and ECs, uh, the main contractor and their subcontractors have about 30 days uh, to finish the defense ratification works. Then after that, the handover inspection uh, takes place where we go down with the owners uh, and together with the contractors, we check through uh, all the defense ratification to make sure that everything has been done uh, according to industry standards. Uh, and then if all is well, the owners can sign off the defects that they had raised up previously and they can proceed with renovation. Mm. In the context of uh, BTO flats, right, the, def- the defects ratification period is a lot shorter. Uh, their guideline is to finish everything in 14 calendar days and their calendar days, uh, or rather 14 working days, mm. uh, by which they mean uh, like Monday to Saturday, six days and another Monday to Saturday, another six days and then the last two days for their own internal check-in. Mm, mm. So, uh, just to reiterate again for condo projects, what is the typical time frame from start to finish, provided to finish. yeah, provided all the stakeholders uh partake in this promptly, um, mm. start to finish usually usually is how long? Okay, uh, taking everything into consideration, uh, bear in mind that maybe if you are the first ever person to collect key in your project, they probably can put full time workers to do your house a lot faster, right? Right. Um, if we were to average everything out we will be looking at, say, three to six weeks mm. or in for okay. a typical condominium or EC unit and about maybe uh, two to three weeks for a BTO flat. Okay, so three to mm. six weeks for a typical TOP project. Also, mm. depending on the scale of the project because larger units, yes. maybe there's more defects, uh, shortage of of uh, workers provided by, by the developers mm. as well, right? So, mm. um. Your, does, does your team walk through the entire process? That means, uh, will you guys be there for the ins- joint inspection for, for uh, I mean, to what, what, what kind of uh, involvement usually do, do you all in, uh, are involved in the entire process? Or does the, does the owner have to do their own follow-up with the developers and stuff like that? Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Our physical involvement will mainly be during the three site inspections which is the first time where we check through the whole house, mm. document the defects, and the second time walk through with the developer and the contractor to show them what are the reported defects and make sure that they acknowledge the defects. And the third time where after they have repaired finished, we will come back and check everything is done properly. So during these three site inspections, we will be there physically with the homeowners. During the two joint inspections with the developer and the main contractor, we will do all the talking. We will take the lead in facilitating any negotiation that needs to be between the owners and the contractor as well. And right. then 
back end during the ratification phase between the second and the third inspection, right? Uh, usually the homeowners are the one who front the, uh, the, the ratification process. We will handhold them and uh, be their advisor behind the scene. Uh, so how it works is like this. So after the second inspection, the contractors start repair works. Then after that, homeowners, right, usually we will encourage them to drop by the house, say once a week, take a look at the progress. If they see any strange things in the house that they're not sure, they take photographs, they send to us, we will guide them and provide uh, off-site technical advice to them along the way if they need to chase the contractor usually we'll advise them how to do it in their own capacity mm. if we see the contractors and their subcontractors on site because we may be at the same project site uh, every other day also we will also do our own uh, pushing uh, checking of uh, progress etc but mm. officially they are the one who front the process we can hold them behind the scene i see so uh share with us with Guang. uh typically typically Typically, I, th I think for people who have not um, done a defect inspection check uh, service before, I mean, with firms mm. like yours, um, the, the most common way that you all check defects is that after you all check through the house and then if you find mm. defects along the way, you all will use uh, your own tapes to, to paste, right, on, on, mm. on the surfaces. So what is the, the average number of defects that uh, are usually typically found in uh, uh, a, a condo unit let's say it's, it's a typical size let's say a three bedroom for example and what, what has been the most number of defects that you have found maybe just just a fun fact to share with us ah okay hmm. uh so uh let's say three bader 1000 square feet condo units huh? um i think in our company history the least number of tape we have ever pasted uh, just talking about tapes are uh, not the number of items we document because some items could be uh, repetitive uh we are looking at maybe less than 200 tapes in the best quality house we have seen to date. 1,000 square feet, three bader. The most wow. we have ever pasted, three bader, 1,000 square feet, I think would be about um, close to 1,000 stickers. Wow. Uh, okay. in, terms of, in terms of the documentation, right? Uh, just now I was sharing with you, let's say painting defects, right? Mm. I could be pasting 100 stickers on every wall and silly buys. We document it as only one item. Because oh, it's okay. the same item, right? So in terms of items documented, the least we ever documented for say a thousand square feet three bedder would be maybe fifty-six items, uh, if I remember correctly. And the most okay. we ever documented for the same size unit uh was hundred and sixty over items. Okay. Uh, right, right. And uh that means like there's like fifty-six different items is the best state. Yes. Usually. Yes. Okay, what are the most common forms of defects that are found in TOP projects? Um, let me use our recent projects as an example. Yeah, so what are some of the recent we, projects? Yeah. We, have been, we have been busy with uh, three or four condo projects. Uh, so the, the most common workmanship defects that we are seeing right now are like misalignment issues, specifically with uh, carpentry works. So mm. you have like warp wardrobe frames, you have uh, cabinet doors which are misaligned, you have hinges which are um, not installed properly. These are very common issues. Uh, you we see a lot of uh, cosmetic stuff as well. Uh, your stains, then cheap scratches on your floor, wall, ceiling, skirting, um, carpentry as well. Th these are actually the run of the new defects. Uh. But other than that, right, actually these, these are not what really bothers us a lot because uh, if you think about it, strictly speaking, these are cosmetic uh, issues yes which will not really affect your livability of the house mm. 
you can live in a house uh, with 1,000 cosmetic defects or uh, 10,000 blisters on the wall, right? And it doesn't affect how you stay in the house. We are more concerned about things which are functional in nature. So uh, besides cosmetic stuff, right, we also will be checking your plumbing, sanitary, drainage, uh, uh, electrical points, as well as appliances as well. And sometimes we also look out for telltale signs of pest infestations. Uh, we have a bit of knowledge on the most common pests uh, uh, in new projects, uh, especially on termites and wood borers. Uh, we see them sometimes, mm. not a lot of times, but sometimes. We are also very particular about checking for water seepages, telltale signs of water seepages and uh, more, etc. Because these are some of the things which will skip the eyes of uh, a typical layperson mm. homeowner. Mm. Uh, but we hardly see these kind of issues in new projects. Even I think uh, in the recent projects that we are currently inspecting, right? I think um, in terms of uh, plumbing, sanitary and drainage, yes, we have seen some water ponding issues in uh, uh, floor waste uh, as opposed to floor traps. Uh, floor mm. traps are supposed to have water trap inside, so that's fine. But if you find water ponding in floor waste, that poses a mosquito breeding risk. And uh, we are seeing that in a couple of condos right now and we are working with their plumbers to to work out a solution on how to solve it because uh, it is not going to be easy to do hacking works mm. uh, and affecting the waterproofing membrane integrity below. So mm. we are looking for other safer solutions uh, to do it because it has been a, a condo-wide issue. Uh, that right. basic, uh, uh, appliances, very standard. Sometimes you see oven trips. Oven trips... Um, Contrary to common belief, are actually uh, uh, not uncommon uh, because uh, the oven has been bought, kept on site and installed into the unit uh, mm. for quite a while before they actually give out the keys. And along the way, the heating element gets moisture, so they start to treat. All you need is a gradual preheating process to remove the moisture and then you have uh, your oven in working condition. So mm. things like that, uh, uh, we will also look out for. And if, if there are certain things that we can help to so-called do minor repairs, on our end during our first inspection, we will do it for homeowners as well. Mm, uh, so uh, I've heard you mentioned like termite, water yes. ponding. These are like yes. the more major. Okay, what is the what are the what what are the top three most major defects that you have ever seen in your entire like five years out of eighteen thousand inspections? Uh, right, top three most um, I mean in terms of heavy mm. duty kind of defects. That, that, I, that, that really caused the owner a lot of time uh, yeah. to wait for this to be rectified. And, and what, how, how long was the process? Mm, okay, uh, I, was, I was split into two types. Uh. Mm. Uh, top three most serious uh, defects we find in uh, newly TOP projects and top three most serious defects that we see in resale properties. Okay. So, uh, okay. Okay. So resale properties you are talking about those resale properties that has been renovated and then they, they bring you guys in to check the renovation or, uh, before they actually buy pre-purchase. Okay. Uh, so before they make a decision to buy, they get you guys in. Yes. Okay. Great. Okay. Let, let's 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 probably talk about the the newly TOP condos. First. We talk about the new one first. Mm. So uh, the top three most serious uh, issues we've ever seen, um, newly TOP condos. Uh, number one would be. Extremely rare termites. We do see termites uh, infestation and termites attack before in new projects. Wow. And, uh, and the attack was so aggressive that uh, when we first checked the house, uh, all the timber flooring was fine. Uh, two weeks later, all the timber flooring was gone. You step on it, it is soft already. Wow. Then we saw termite trails uh, everywhere uh, in the lift shaft, etc. So that is the, the number one most damaging 
uh, defect that we find. Technically, it's not a womanship issue, lah, but it is indeed a uh, uh, infestation uh, issue in the house, ah, and mm. it does affect livability. So things like this, we will also report. Mm. So the second type, most serious we had, we ever saw was water seepages. Water seepages, and, uh, and with that, I, I mean two types, ah, uh, which bothers me a lot more. Uh, one would be water seepage from uh, external building facade mm. into the inner side of the same wall. Uh, wall water seepage can be quite hard to resolve uh, if the contractor is unable to trace the original point of entry of the water on the building facade. Mm. Uh, if they cannot find uh, what we call the, the root cause or the source itself, right? It, it, they can do all kinds of repair from within the house right, and it, the water will still come back. Because unfortunately, concrete is uh, by nature porous mm. and the water can flow inside the concrete uh, along the path of least resistance. Uh, so they need to solve the, the source itself. Mm. Uh, the third issue that um, borders us a lot uh, is really uh, water ponding in floorways. Uh. Uh, floorways is like the, the floor traps, is it? Uh, there are two types eh? so I, yeah. I let me try to explain it simply so if you look at a new condo unit uh, if you look at the bathroom typically uh, typically uh, they have a bigger uh, floor drain floor drainage on the floor and they have a smaller floor drainage in the shower area mm. so there's one big one near the water closet and there's a small one in the shower area sometimes they swap the location around so the small one is what we call a floor waste uh, if you look inside the pipe it is supposed to be a dry pipe Mm. Uh, if you look at the big one, right, where there is also an anti-mosquito valve and a strainer, uh, the, the, the piece, the plastic piece with a one-way flap, right? Uh, if you take out that one, there is water in the pipe. Uh, the water is there to prevent foul smell from backflowing into the toilet. Mm. Uh, so, so, so that is fine. It's supposed to have water. That's why they put a, an anti-mosquito valve in it to make sure mosquito cannot breathe inside. Mm. But the small one, which is supposed to have a dry pipe inside. If there's water ponding inside, because maybe the, the, the way the pipe was routed uh, didn't have the appropriate gradient, then you have an issue because floorways, uh, the typical dimensions, right? You can't really find uh, a similar size anti-mosquito valve in the market. Then mm. you have mosquito breeding issue. Mm. Yeah. So that, that one, uh, how do I put it? Like, it is not the most serious problem, but it can be a border because it is very hard to rectify. Okay, so the you, conventional you, knowledge is you have to do hacking, you have to reroute the pipe, etc. Then you have to do back waterproofing, you have to lay back the tiles. But nowadays, a lot of condominiums are using prefabricated bathroom unit where the entire bathroom is like a box built in the factory, right. and all they do is they bring the box to site, they hoist it, and they connect it to the box below them. Mm. So then hacking and uh, and all this stuff right becomes technically extremely ch challenging. So mm. yeah, that's why it can be very hard to repair. And these are the things that bother us a lot. We are not bothered by things which are easy to repair. Like owners owner sometimes come to us and say, oh dear, my glass cracked, my glass shattered, my mirror is in two pieces. To us, that is very straightforward repair. Mm. All mm. they need to do is replace mm. and then all will be fine. Then you have a defects-free mirror, you have a defects-free glass. Lock. If it's something that is hard to repair, then you have issues. You worry, what if the problem come back to haunt you again? That's very structural. So you, you mentioned the, uh, the three things, termites uh, issue, which is pest infestation mm. uh, plus yes. external leaking issues which yes, might be maybe hard and to the track one, the water ponding okay so how long uh what's the longest period that you ever seen that the, the a typical developer take to rectify these kind of major issues and how long does the owner need to wait depending on the complexity of the issue right i mm. think the the, the termite attack we only managed to see like three or four cases in our entire 
company history. Okay, it's quite rare. Solve it pretty fast. Eh? Because I think in Singapore, the pest management companies are pretty sure. uh, uh, competent in their job. Mm. So that, that is a good thing to know. Right. Uh, water seepage, right, depending on the complexity of the issue and how widespread is the seepage, right, uh, can take as long as a few months or even exceed the entire defense liability wow. period okay. before they could be solved. Eh? So that, wow. that is, we, we have a real case uh, where the our client has to move out of his unit eh, because they couldn't stop the water from entering his curtain wall system, uh, the, the wow. window frames and wow. stuff like that. Then okay. they, they have to relocate him to a unit, a vacant unit, which thankfully hadn't been sold yet. So what, was that compensation uh, by, by the developers or...? Uh, our client didn't share much more, okay. but we would expect that they would have asked for certain damages. Right, kind. Right. So, so, so just, just, just for, for the knowledge of our audience is that uh, yeah. you cannot commence renovation uh, before all the defects has been rectified, right? Because the moment you commence yeah. renovation, then you will, you will open a bag of wounds whereby if you want to report any defects after the renovation, then there'll be probably a lot yeah. of different kinds of like uh, arguments or perspective that it could be caused by the, the your own contractors, right? Am I right to say mm. that? Yes and no, actually. Mm. Uh, mm. I let me share a, a fuller picture to that with mm. you. Mm. So let's say uh you have uh started renovation works mm. and you have moved in, right? And along the way, you find that suddenly the aircon uh is no longer cold. Mm. Can you report that even after you move in? Yes, you can. Mm. And will the main contractor still entertain it? Yes, they will. Because why that there is no reason for them to believe that you could have uh, make your own aircon warmer. Mm. There's no reason for them to believe mm. that. But let's try another scenario. So you have re- renovated your house and you have moved in. Then one day you decide to report a long scratch on your main door. Mm. Will the contractor entertain that? Chances are no. Why? Because they will say that they don't know who inflicted the scratch. And if the long scratch was so obvious, why didn't the owner report it before Initially. they start renovation work? Why right. didn't the renovation contractor report it right. before they start renovation? Right. So this is this is the, the guiding principle by which the developer and contractor will determine whether a reported defect after reno or after move-in comments, right, mm. shall be entertained by them or not. This right. is how they... Right, so I'll call it the law. Uh, I mean, these are logical guiding principles on yes. on certain particular items where there could be um, uh, so called like foul play and and they mm. they probably like things that is I mean like you mentioned the icon is is impossible that people will, will mm. purposely go and dampen it right. So yes. um, how how about the resale? You, you were talking about the the new ones. Then what about uh-huh, the resale? resale. Mm, the yes. top three Resales. top three major items. The worst ever one we saw right was uh landed house ground settlement so uh we, we we went to see the house then the 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 door frame was already slanted wow. the window frames were all slanted the car porch was uh, sunken half an inch into the ground wow then okay. the, the the buyer was very determined he really liked the location he wanted to see whether anything could be salvaged so it was the, the lender house was in original condition, built in the 1960s. So we, we climbed out the, the ceiling to take a look at the roof structure inside. Then the timber trusses were also broken already. Mm. So we told him, we, we asked the buyer, uh, Do you really want so to buy this buy the house? No, after you buy the house, right, do you have plan to tear down and rebuild? Mm. Uh, he said no. He said no, then I said don't buy. Wow, if okay. he said yes, then I think it's fine. Okay, <laughs> okay. Because the house... 
structurally was not safe already. I'm surprised actually the, the owners could still stay inside. Uh, you know, because they couldn't even close their There was somebody staying inside. Night. There was people staying inside. Right, right. <laughs> uh, so so of the, the deal didn't go through. Lah, but I, I guess in a way, the, the seller was thankful that we actually highlighted this to them. Because they were not aware. They thought it was still safe. Oh, okay. So they themselves were not aware as well. They, they think it was safe. Okay. They say, okay, they just slanted a bit. Yeah, I, I think perhaps, every year perhaps they, they, the they stayed there. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. people who have stayed there for, for so many years, probably mm. you don't realize all these minor changes along the way because it, it yeah, probably could be very exactly. gra- gradual. Right? Exactly. They were so used to the environment, right? That these things to them, right? Are, are not major. Mm. Yeah. And, it, and it's like the human mindset. I've been staying here for so long. What worse could happen? Is it? Right. Uh, right. How about the, the second most uh, major um, defect that you've seen? Water seepage also. Water also seepage. Water seepage. Okay. Uh, really very hard to resolve. And, uh, but this kind, right, for resale properties, right, uh, usually when we see water seepage, right, it's interfloor seepages. Uh, that means mainly from the upstairs Which toilet can be to the downstairs toilet. Mm. Mm. Uh, because uh, especially for old houses, waterproofing membrane, uh, unfortunately, does have a shelf life to it also. So, in extremely old houses, yes, sometimes we, we, we check inside the false ceiling, then we see stellar sites, we, we see uh, uh, mold forming. These are signs of uh, water ingress into the concrete slab already mm. and uh, can be hard to resolve that because why you need the cooperation of the neighbor upstairs. So you haven't buy the unit, then you, you have to imagine that you, you buy the unit, you inherit this problem, then you, then have, you have to, to go call out and say hello to with the neighbor, right. then plead with them uh, to, re- to redo their toilet waterproofing, uh, which right. involves hacking words and inconveniences to upstairs neighbor. Mm. So mm. unless the buyer is extremely uh, uh, inclined towards buying that particular unit, right? otherwise we, we will advise them to, to uh, second thought about it like, because these, these are complicated issues uh, which most people wouldn't want to inherit by mm. buying the house. Uh. Mm. So that is the second one. Um, third one, same also, but not so much uh, termite because uh, termite attacks are so aggressive that even the, the residents, the occupants themselves will have noticed it, but more wood borers. Uh, once in a while, we will see wood borers attack uh, in uh, old houses as well. So what's the difference between wood borer and termite? Mm. Uh, wood borers, right, they bore holes in uh, uh, timber itself and their attack are a lot slower mm. uh, than, than uh, termites so you don't actually feel it they but they were wood borers is it mm, okay. wood borers what color what color is it i mean like how, how do you identify them uh what color are they are very similar to termites not really like, actually if you look at them long enough you, you will be able to tell the difference they don't okay. look exactly by, like termites but wood borers right they have this distinct feature when they bore through the the wood right they will leave behind heaps of sawdust on oh, the floor. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh, so you okay. see like small pyramids of okay. sawdust on okay. the floor. Then sometimes owner, they don't know. They say, hey, how come I keep having dust on my on my floor? Then they sweep away. Then every time they keep sweeping, then they say, hey, how come I got holes on my floor? Then they are not aware actually it's related. Okay, uh, okay, right. So, so, these, so are the these, are, these are the three. Okay, mm. um, I, I saw your profile. It's very interesting. I mean, you, you at a very young age, at age 29, you are, you you were already the deputy director of of uh, BCA, right? <laughs> yeah, okay, I, I was lucky la, I was lucky. Okay, so <laughs> why why did you why do you decide to come out and to start your own firm in year twenty fifteen? What 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 drives uh, the passion? Oh, uh, actually, I when I left BCA, I actually joined a construction company. Mm. Uh, so I was involved in the 
construction and development of foreign workers dormitories. Mm. Uh, and it was after that that I came out and uh, I started my own uh, interior design firm with uh, an, a partner. Mm. Uh, then that was the first time where we actually offered uh, defects inspection services as part of our renovation package. Wow, okay. To, 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 Complement have, uh, it. Uh, to have an alternative source of leads uh, mm. to our renovation company. So we tell owners that, yeah, you let us check your house for defects, uh, then we soon can renovate your house for you. Okay, so as a, as a value when we added. eventually decided to branch off right, uh, as a full-fledged inspection company, there were many considerations, uh, but I will share with you one of the more uh, major consideration. So what happened was that when we are a renovation company, so we serve uh, a homeowner, so we help the homeowner to inspect the house for defects. Then after that, we also have to renovate the house for the homeowner. And you know, homeowner, they have a time frame when, by when they need to move in. So let's say they say, I need to move in before the, the seventh month. Uh, so you work backwards. Okay, so I need maybe six weeks for yep. renovation. So what does it mean? It means that my defects ratification needs to finish before uh, mid-May, right. let's say uh, lunar month. But what if there are a lot of defects in the house? Mm. Then how am I going to make sure that the contractor and the, on the developer side can finish all the defects ratification by the mid-May lunar month? I, mm. I can't control that. Eh. Mm. So what happened is that there were scenarios where we, we were very hard-pressed uh, to, to... We got into a conflicted position where we were thinking to ourselves, uh, do I want to catch more, jeopardize my own renovation timeframe or do I want to close one eye so that I don't jeopardize the renovation timeframe? Mm. But that might that be some would not be the best interest uh. of the client, you see. Mm. So there was a clear conflict of interest. That's why the team of us doing defense inspection, right? We, 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 we left. We left, we branched out, we set out absolute inspection, full-fledged inspection company. And ever since then, we never touched renovation works. Mm, okay. Direct conflict of interest. We, right. we can't do that. Right. And I think it's very, uh. very specialized as well. So mm. I, want to, I want to take your thoughts about the, um, the building quality for these few years. Especially when it comes to is pri- true pri- private projects. Building quality. Yeah, has been deteriorating. Yeah, yeah. What what is what are your thoughts on building quality compared to probably these five years? Mm. Uh vis a vis maybe like ten to fifteen years ago where we see like, you know, old condominiums where you have very solid walls and, and things like that. Um mm. has there been a huge disparity and then what is what is the, the quality level based on your own opinion? Mm. This one I can share with you uh, uh very honestly, the building quality, right? has not deteriorated uh, uh, actually ever since my days in BCA until even today. It has mm. not deteriorated in terms of, say, the, the number of defects we are seeing, the types of defects we are seeing. It's about it, the same. It has, yes, it's actually about the same. So why okay. is there a perception that buildings nowadays are of poorer quality than before? A, a few factors are, one of the key factors, right, which uh, I personally believe uh, is that uh, there is an increasing awareness of uh, uh, building defects. Mm. People nowadays, homeowners nowadays, they are more savvy. They go online, they Google, then mm. they learn about the BCA construction quality assessment system or Compass we call in short. They learn about what are building defects. Then sometimes they visit websites like from companies like us where we also share knowledge and insights inside. So they start to be aware of things which maybe our parents were not aware. Mm. So for example, when, I, when my parents were buying their their house, right? They, they, they probably wouldn't know, for example, like a misaligned cabinet door is a defect right? because it doesn't bother them. Mm. Uh, but nowadays, 
with the onset with uh, how do I put it with, with social media uh, as well. I mean a lot social of media information, information spread mm. and uh, more educated uh, base of homeowners, right? People are aware that these are defects. Uh, so they are more sensitive to that. Then you will see the, the news have been picking out all this. As I was mentioning, uh, in year 2015, that was the year where the most publicity on building quality issues surfaced. Mm. Then after that, every year you will have a few cases which are reported in the news. Like just for instance, this year, I think easily the news picked out at least three cases of concrete spalling already. Mm. Which in the past, I would safely say in 2014, for example, people will not be uh, aware of concrete spalling as an issue taking place in uh, resale properties, for example. So th this is the, the, the thing that actually led to a lot of people believing that quality has dropped. Then, of course, uh, along the way, construction technology has uh, built a bit differently from the olden days. Mm. Uh, so like, for example, in the good old days, uh, the walls are all solid. They yep. are made of brick walls, hollow blocks, etc. Nowadays, dry walls are more prevalent. Correct. So homeowners, they may not be aware of drywall as we speak, the pros and cons of it. So they, they, they go and tap the wall then they say, hey, very hollow, like, mm. safe or not, can mm. hang things or not. Mm. Uh, so that is the current level of knowledge that our homeowners have. So when owners ask us things like that, right, then we will share with them also. So like your drywall, right, actually they can take load. Mm. And uh, if you use the right anchor bolts, actually you can hang things as light as uh, 6 kg per point load to as heavy as 25 kg per point load. It is possible. Mm. Uh, the drywalls are designed for that. You mm. give the market a few more years, right? When people are more familiar with drywalls, right? Then you will see this kind of feedback and concerns are getting lesser again. Mm, mm, so this is how the it's, it's market more of the market awareness. Yes. Mm. Okay. Right. So um, I also realized from your website there are many different kinds of services as well that you do. So yes. apart from what you mentioned about the brand new TOP projects, resale projects, you also mm. do troubleshooting uh, for water leaking plus yes. like molding uh, kind of issues. Uh, so yeah. other than other than this few, are there any other services that you provide? Maybe you can share with our audience. So so at least they know when they visit your website and stuff, uh, they know what, what, what do you guys do? Mm. Um, actually, we, like what you mentioned earlier correctly, right? We are pretty specialized uh, uh, in what we do because uh, we want to steer clear from potential... For other distractions, interest. okay. Ah, okay. So specifically, I can actually list out for you all our services. Uh. So we do home inspections, mm. specifically uh, newly new projects. We do pre-purchase inspection. We do post-renovation inspection. We do pre-tenancy, post-tenancy inspection as a third party. Mm. Uh, other than home inspection, we sometimes also do inspection for commercial properties as well. So we have done for community centers. We have done for nursing home. We have done for shopping malls. Uh, factories, etc. But not a lot because actually uh, for these uh, property owners, right, or tenants, right, their focus is they want to take over the property quickly, set up shop quickly, and then move on already. So to them, like a wall chip, uh, a cracked marble tile, it doesn't really bother them. So so that, that, that is fine for them. That is fine for us also mm. because our job is to make sure that we meet the needs of our customers. If they do need our service, so, so be it. We, mm. we can value add in other ways. Other than home inspections, right? Like you mentioned earlier on, we also do uh, troubleshooting, diagnostic for waterproofing, water spages issues as well. And we for this, we work very closely with our waterproofing specialist, uh, KCSU. For more, we work with our more specialist, uh, AOM as well. Mm. Uh, because actually in, in the last three years, I think we have seen uh, an increasing trend in these issues 
mold, as well. Molding right? you know, and, is it and because uh, the building stock is getting older or because the we are getting more rain every year? Okay. But we are seeing more and more of such issues. And uh, it, 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 it can be quite a bother uh, to the people living inside, especially for mold. It is a health concern. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so these are what we do. Then other than that, we also do uh, third-party witness in... Uh, Mediation, arbitration, mm. small claims, strata titles board hearing, state court. And for this, we work very closely with our uh, resident chartered building surveyor from uh, ZLC as well. So this is how we, 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 we help homeowners uh, mm. to resolve mm. uh, the issues in their property. Very specific. Uh, we try not to dwell with... Mm. Very specialized. Beyond this. Yeah. Great. I think I think it's modern to specialize as well. Uh and I, I think you're really an expert. I mean, looking at your wealth of knowledge of the the description of the things that you are you're talking about, I think Wei Guang is really one of the, the key experts in, in this market. So how how big is the team Wei Guang right now? Uh today, maybe pre COVID, but pre COVID we have about uh fourteen of us. Mm. Uh fourteen senior inspectors. I haven't included the juniors yet like, because uh, senior inspectors are allowed to do inspection independently. Okay. Juniors have to tag along seniors uh, and okay. until they pass their probation, they clock their track record milestones with us, then they get elevated to seniors. So we have 14, 14 of them. We split them into two teams. Uh, one team specifically doing inspections, home inspection, testing of stickers, documentation of uh, uh, defects, etc. And the other team uh, dedicated to doing the joint inspections with the contractors, the subcontractors, and the developers. The skill sets that we impart to the two different teams are very different. Mm. Uh, so for the first team, I think it's quite straightforward. Lah. So we make sure that they they know how to, they know enough of every trades in the construction industry. And that's actually quite a lot of trades and discipline. We make sure they know enough of every trade to be able to identify workmanship defects mm. in every trade. And uh, we make sure that they don't miss out. Thing. We make sure that there are systems in place to help them minimize their human error uh, to the least possible because uh, human error, unfortunately, is inevitable. Sometimes we mm. miss out things. Uh, we also don't like that. Owners also don't like that. So mm. we cut that down. That is the first team. Second team, right, we train them uh, to communicate effectively with contractors because actually developers and contractors, right, if, if you go to a typical unit and you deal with them, you realize that the the typical profile of the defense team from the developer side, they will send down a customer service officer usually, then there will be a site supervisor from the main contractor. Sometimes for serious issue, the QAQC manager may come as well. Then these people, right, especially the site supervisor, the typical profile would be your, your uh, Bangladeshi uh, site supervisor, your Indian site supervisor, or your PRC site supervisor. Once in a while, we still see Thai site supervisors around as well. So uh, language can be an issue. So mm. they, they may understand English, but they may not be fluent in it. So we have to speak in a way that they understand exactly what we are, we are talking about. So the second team, right, is trained in effective communication. Mm. We also train the second team to do uh, negotiation uh, between homeowners and contractors. So sometimes because certain homeowners, right, they have special requests. Like, for example, in condos, you know, they don't give spare tiles. Unlike BTO flats, they give spare tiles. So if the condo owner say, I, I like to have two pieces of marble, so what, what to do? Leh? Although it's not within our scope, right? We, we try to facilitate. So we, we, we are very good friends with most of the big construction companies in Singapore. So we know their QAQC team. We try to say help a bit, uh, mm. things like that. Then we, mm. we give and take. Uh. So sometimes they are really hard-pressed to give marble tiles, for example. Then we say, actually, there's this bit of hollowness in the 
marble floor in one corner of the living room, which actually the risk of failure or top popping is a minimum. Can we let go of that? Ah, then if right. it's okay, then they are okay to give spare towel, give and take lah. Okay. So second team is specifically trained for that. Right, right. So this so is how I, we do it. Wow. Mm. Okay. I I think it's uh, uh, you 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 probably I mean having done like eighteen thousand kind of inspections, you you already I mean your guys are definitely one of the very senior people in in the industry already. So, yeah. uh, right now. I mean, we're, we're in like June, coming to July. Um, yeah. Probably the, the last question I have for you is that, uh, what, what do you see? I mean, how, how do you look at this uh, COVID-19? Uh, I mean, now we have already walked out of the circuit breaker, we're into phase two mm. now. So how, how do you see this affecting um, previously in the, the two and a half months, right? And, and mm. possibly in the next six months, um, what do you think will be some of the... the uh, things that will be on owners' minds, um, especially those people that are collecting keys for newly TOP projects with this pandemic situation. So what, what do you think will be some of the changes? I mean, maybe not so much mm. of what, what has happened during the circuit breaker, um, mm. like from now until end of the year, what do you see will mm. be probably some of the, the things that, that people might need to take note of? Mm, okay. Uh, a few things uh, that mm. I can think of right now that will be on homeowners' mind. Uh. Mm. Uh, first will be uh, upcoming projects which were supposed to have obtained TOP are, or are going to obtain TOP soon may possibly face delay in getting TOP. So homeowners may have key collection delays, for example. Like offhand, I can think of, like for example, this year, Atra was supposed to give up key pretty soon. I'm not sure whether they are key collection schedule mm. have been delayed as a result of COVID. Mm. Uh, Queen's Peak was supposed to give out before uh, the circuit breaker kicks in, but end up they have to give the keys one or two months later um, and, and so on and so forth for the new pipeline projects for the rest of this year. Right. For those who have already collected keys uh, but have yet to report defects or have reported defects but the defects have not been completely ratified by the contractors, right? Uh, I think they are concerned, and this is what we'll be hearing from our homeowners as well, is that when when can the contractor resume works? Mm. A lot of them are asking the developer this question. And unfortunately, every developer that I know, right, do not have a really answer to that. Mm. Their answer is that depends on when BCA can give them the approval. Because there are a lot of uh, requirements that needs to be met, including getting all the workers swap tested right. and tested negative. Uh, rehousing of the workers according to the new housing requirements, uh, modification of lorries and other transportation arrangement, uh, and then the deployment of safe management officer, training of these workers, etc. So all these are going to take a bit of time and no construction company in Singapore knows right now for sure when all their workers can resume work. So with this commencement um, time frame being an uncertainty, right? A lot of homeowners, they cannot plan when they can start renovation. They cannot plan when they can move in. So some of the developers nowadays, they try to do an alternative arrangement. This is what we are encountering right now and helping to facilitate as well, which is, uh, so the owner has uh, collected keys and reported the defects already. So the main contractor cannot do the works because there's no workers. Mm. So they are allowing the the homeowners to renovate and move in first. But before that is done, right, they want to do a joint inspection with the homeowners to walk through all the defects that the homeowners has reported mm. in their first defects list. Okay. Then 
based on this list, right, they, they will come to an agreement to say that, okay, whatever has been documented in the defect list, right, the contractor it. will honor even after the renovation wow, okay. the movie. Okay. Uh, but anything not inside this first list uh, will of not defects, be right, case by case basis. Okay. Uh, okay. So this is one thing that we are helping to uh, uh, facilitate okay. between homeowners and contractors right now also. Okay. Wow. Yeah, so this is one way to move forward. Mm. Other than that, for people who are really not urgent, uh, really not urgent that we ask them if you can wait, you wait. Uh. For those who are urgent and they have to move in uh, even before they have their defects inspected, right? We ask them to do minimum works or if they need to try to lift with lift off loose furniture first because loose furniture can be shifted around. So at least uh, the floors defects can be rectified. Mm. Mm. Uh, if there are a lot of fixtures in the house as a result of renovation, then it becomes difficult for the uh, main contractor to come in later on to do rectifications, especially for the flooring. So there are some owners who are reworking their renovation plans with their uh, interior designers as well, trying to redesign certain areas such that they can facilitate for maybe uh, another round of marble polishing or buffing next time after they're moving and uh, stuff like that. So uh, there's a lot of uncertainty in that area. Mm. Uh, okay, okay. Mm. Well, it's, it's good to know. I mean, um, I mean, probably a lot of people don't don't really uh, think to that that level of um, of of mm. requirements needed now by developers mm. and, and and the construction firms to obtain TOP. So there's a lot more requirements right now, and probably the market will need a bit of time to react to this. So I think it's yes. really really great information that you have uh, shared with us, Wei Guang, and our audience. Mm, no yeah, and um, so for us to for anybody of you who wants to know more about. Absolute Inspection, you can head on to their website at absoluteinspection.sg. Uh, they, they have a FAQ, which is great. They answer a lot of questions that probably has been on your mind when it comes to doing defects check before uh, before you start your renovation upon key collection. They also have their fee guide uh, over at their website, which is very transparent. And I think they have like two different kinds of packages, comprehensive and essential package. So you, you can head over to have a look. And plus they have a lot of reviews also from their customers, um, great reviews about their service. So uh, do give Wei Guang and his team a call uh, if you want to uh, know more about their services. We'll also leave a link on their company website down uh, on this video as well. If you're watching from, from YouTube or Facebook or Instagram, if you're listening with us, just head on to absoluteinspection.sg. Now Wei Guang, thank you so much for coming uh, on stream with us for this one hour session. Uh, it's really great knowing more things and, and plus all the top three major defects that you have seen over your past 18,000 cases. Plus also, I think it's good to know the entire process as well. So mm. uh, very beneficial for our audience today. Thank you so much. And I just want to wish, yeah, wish you all the best with your team. You. Yeah, and take care. And uh, for those of you who uh, have always been following us on our So Far So Good series, do catch us weekly uh, on our episodes where we uh, bring you rest it. Uh, I mean, uh, interviews and, and sessions together with, with different uh, industry experts and people. And uh, take care. We'll see you soon. Cheers.